0: Hello and welcome to the September 2023 edition of the Current Conversations Podcast. I'm Quentin Shepard with the Community Engagement and Public Information Department. This month we're honored to be joined by uh Dr. Anthony Vladu, who is our new school superintendent for Gloucester County Public Schools. Um, Dr. Vladu, do you go you go by Tony? Is that correct? That is perfect, Quentin. Okay. Tony is great. All right, sounds good. Well, we certainly appreciate you taking uh, some time out of your schedule to be with us today. Um, I know you've really hit the ground running and has had a packed um, packed schedule so far, but uh, if you could just kind of start out by giving us a little bit of uh, background information about you, how you got into education, and um, how you came here to Gloucester.
1: Yeah, thank you for that, Quentin. So um, I know I, I don't want to talk an hour about the background because we have um, quite a few other topics and discussion, but very briefly. And the reason is I think all of our backgrounds um, are very critical in how we approach education, but how we approach our jobs, right? I think how we see life in our perspective is so critical to leadership and, and uh, I would say also service, right? I think every day I wake up in the morning is how can I provide a service to our uh, parents, our teachers, our staff. So um, that's how I want to connect that background. So I'll keep it very very short um i'll give you the uh cliff notes edition if i may uh, do so
0: um
1: so how did i uh, come to gloucester i was um previously the uh, assistant superintendent or um, chief um, human resources officer uh, for the york county school division prior to that i served as the director of secondary instruction in the york county school division and, um, you know, that was supervising principals, you know, supervising secondary programs, middle schools, working a lot on instruction and how to improve reading, writing, uh, science, mathematics, history, social studies, CTE, and access to courses. So I did that work for four years uh, with the York County School Division as a director of secondary. Um, I was a principal. Uh, I know if I look at my career, there are a couple of um Jobs I did that I felt I had the most impact, you know, the further you move from teaching, sometimes you have to work to different layers of the onion, so to speak. And uh, as a principal, um, that was one of the three years of my life when I felt I had the greatest impact directly on my students. And that was to get a school accredited, Denby High School. Um, At that time, Denby was unaccredited um, with warning, uh, actually fully unaccredited in 2012, And uh, our job is actually how do we support kids? I know accreditation is complicated, but you come to work every day. How do our kids um, learn more math, learn more science, get to read better, write better? And I engage in that work by, um, you know, approaching it with humility. Like, how do I work with a community? Uh, We're not operating in a vacuum. Work with a community, work with the students. And I would uh, say this approach, winning the hearts and the minds. I don't think you could ever make any impact unless you sort of engage people and win their hearts and their minds. I served as a teacher. Um, I entered uh, the teaching career. Uh, I spent eight years as a, as a teacher, as a ninth grade teacher. If you could imagine uh, ninth graders, uh, these are just uh, folks that just go to high school for the first year. They're feeling their way out. Uh, they have a lot of boundless energy. And so I really enjoyed. that's another time in my life where I fully enjoyed the experience of, um, you know, shaping these middle schoolers into um, high schoolers over a period of years, and uh, or actually a period of days, uh, really. And, um, and then uh, I'll go back even a little further, which was, um, how did I end up into teaching? And it was, um, I served in the military. And this is uh, immediately after I graduated high school, I said, well, I want to do something and I want to serve. And I joined the United States Army and uh, um, I ended up in the first Gulf War uh, within six days after I graduated. I finished basic training and by um, I graduated in June and by December that year, I was in Daharan, Saudi Arabia, serving uh, with the 82nd Airborne Division. When I got out, I wanted to continue to serve. And um, at that time, I didn't know what that looked like. And so um, what I found is that teaching is a great way to serve after you leave uh, you know the military so because you're really doing the same thing. And I know it sounds a little uh, disconnected, but you know when you go serve your country um, and serve you know the values this country stand for and then you get out and say, well, why can I make an impact directly here with the people I know in my community? and that was teaching for me. So that's what I think I bring to this job is that service um, attitude. And when I mean service, let's roll up our sleeves and let's do great things for parents and for students and for teachers and focusing on things that really, really matter. So I do think that I want to cut through a lot of the barriers and the layers that sometimes get in the way of doing good things for good people.
0: Sure. And and we we appreciate your service so much uh, for the country and and um, we're we're so glad that you found your way here uh, with us. Um, tell us, you know, you, you kind of hit on this a little bit. You know, your passion, and I've heard it from a number of different people that I've come across that your your number one passion is for the students and for making their learning environment a better place and. Um, uh, uh, opportunities for them to thrive and grow. Um, Tell us a little bit uh, about kind of what you've been focusing on over your first few weeks here in Gloucester and um, then maybe some of your visions for moving ahead into the future.
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So I have a 100-day entry plan and uh, I'll share a little bit about what that's about. Part of my job, actually a major part of my job is to model the things I want to see in other people. I do believe in leading by example. And uh, how do we do that? Well, by learning. So I am the chief learner, but I'm also the superintendent. And my job is to learn as much about parents, about students, about teachers, about staff, and about our community. I think too often in any position of leadership, we're so um, focused on, on change without fully understanding the context. We have um, hardworking educators who commit themselves to doing a great job every day. Let me just share with you some specific, specific examples from yesterday. Yesterday, I got to ride the bus, um, the longest bus ride in the morning. We got on the bus at 6 o'clock, and we picked up our student, first student at 6.07. Wow. That bus driver knew the name of every student. That's
0: incredible.
1: So that's what it, my job is to understand exactly that, that folks go above and beyond and often is unrecognized and often is behind the scenes. And as a superintendent, if I didn't know that, that these students knew their bus driver's name, who care about them. And that was the first interaction before they get to school. So that bus driver is critical to those students learning because now they're focusing when they go to school, they had a positive start. And they're better able to learn. So, my job, that's just one small example, and I could go on and on. My job is to learn as much as I can about a division. And what I'm asking is four questions to every single employee in the division. Um, you know, what are you proud of, of here in Gloucester County Public Schools? What needs to be improved? I am a continuous improvement guy, and I'll point a finger back at myself. And if I'm not willing to continue to improve in my craft, then I'm not good at my job. And when I say to that, sometimes feedback, right? How do we hear feedback from people in a way that's not judgmental? It's about the work itself. And, um, and so what must be improved? Um, anytime we work with kids, there's got to be the finger pointing back at us. And then um, so the other question I would want to, um, to ask is, what do you need your superintendent to focus on? I could focus on 100 different things. But that's not helpful. We need to have a sort of a laser focus on the things that matter, the things that are impactful. And then last question, every community is special. Uh, I remember growing up in a farming community upstate New York, and what was special about that community is that everyone knew everybody and everybody cared about everybody. And so I wanted to ask what is special about Gloucester? People choose to work here. We have a number of employees who actually graduated from our schools And come back and want to teach in our schools. So why is that? So I want to learn as much as possible. I have so many sticky notes in my office. Uh, You may be able to see some of them on the wall. And because um, we're going to collect 3,600 of those sticky notes. Wow. And we're going to put them in an Excel format. And we're going to tabulate them. And I'm looking forward actually to reporting back to the community on those four questions. Because that's going to help us focus on the things that matter.
0: Great. And we look forward to hearing all about that. And so it's my understanding that you are you are actually meeting with every single staff member in the school system. Uh, over yeah.
1: Here. And I'm halfway through that process.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's quite an accomplishment. Right. Uh, and, and I bet those students were kind of surprised to see their superintendent on the bus first thing in the morning yesterday, weren't they?
1: Oh, my. The first student said, I said to him, said, do you re- uh, realize that you're the first one to be picked up? Said, really? <laughs> I said, That's not an achievement. I said, no, but look, we got to start somewhere. Yeah. And so I had a, such a positive interaction. And then, you know, the student clearly I was looking forward to seeing their friends. And at the end of the day, I rode the elementary bus. Right. The longest route elementary uh, with, uh, you know, our kindergartners. who um, it just made me think about my own two daughters their first day. Where they've, uh, for instance, you may ne- never have had an eight-hour day before as a five-year-old, and it's <laughs> almost like work, isn't it? And you know, our teachers do such a good job of keeping it fun, keeping it engaging. But the kids are a little tired. It's the first time ever, so I got to experience how that went, <laughs> and um, you know, so yes, I have so many interactions with staff members and uh, students. And um, today, for instance, I worked by the uh, carpentry shop at Gloucester High. And it's just so wonderful we're teaching our students actually how to cut um, wood with a handsaw, focusing on fundamentals. So I had a little fun with our students there. Uh, it wasn't quite perfect, but they are working on
0: it. <laughs> That's great. That's great. And I can totally relate. My uh, my five-year-old started his first day of kindergarten yesterday at Body Tot. And uh, he came home and I think laid on the floor. He was so exhausted, but he was so excited he didn't even want to leave. So Um, you know, the teachers are definitely doing an amazing job keeping them focused and engaged and um, really um, contributing to a positive environment. Yeah,
1: it helps a lot where uh, we're on the same team and um, understanding the whole process.
0: Exactly. And um, it seems like every meeting so far that I've had with you, you've been coming from a school event or being a part of the school uh, function. So you're, you're out there quite a bit in the community and in each of our schools. Yeah,
1: yeah it's my goal actually to spend um, a lot of my time um, in schools. And here's why, uh, to show my support, mm-hmm. to understand. Uh, we know that our principals do amazing work. We have a great relationship with our um, with our sheriff. With, we have an SRO in every school, and I was able to visit all of the schools. I saw every school yesterday, and then after, I saw half of the schools this morning and half of them after. Um, and so, I want to uh, again learn about these processes that keep our kids safe, that engage our kids, and the hard work of um, or staff. As a director of secondary, I learned a, a trick from my former boss: you do a calendar analysis. Mm. <laughs> like at the end of the week looking uh, in outlook and uh-huh. uh so nowadays microsoft does that for you
0: it does it sends
1: you a little email <laughs> and so th- i'm a big data guy like uh you can leave from an office
0: that's right I, that's that's where it makes the big difference for sure yeah so but, it's been wonderful good good well i i really appreciate again you taking the time to kind of introduce yourself to the community and um uh, we look forward on the county side to to working closely with you and um, uh, anything else that you'd like to add that we didn't cover
1: uh, yeah, I do want to um just highlight that relationship. the, uh, my, the relationships I, at least I'm observing within my first. I believe this is the beginning of my fifth week. Yes. Um, there there are days when it feels like second day and there are <laughs> days when it feels like it's the um you know eleven month, um because you know, sometimes you develop a sense of familiarity so quickly, right? Uh, here's what I noticed, and um the um outstanding relationship um, between the schools the county, and the sheriff's office, and the board of supervisors. And, you know, I've been in education. This is my 20, 30 year. so I have a little bit of experience in how that feels like.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and um, I've never felt sort of a closer connection, and it's tangible. I think our community has a lot to be proud of from putting an SRO in every school. It took the board of supervisors, it took the county, the schools, and the sheriff's office actually to commit to that, to this safety of our students and the relationships they're building i gotta say yesterday i walked into um was at abington um elementary and officer um butler was sitting at the cafeteria table with the kitten gardeners
0: oh that's amazing
1: and so and so that's what i that's what this work does when people come together and uh you know they work and uh you know and the pushback is good right the collaboration and being able to Work with each other. Um, it's great, and then those are the kind of things that uh, the community th- can take pride in.
0: Absolutely. Um,
1: and I, now I got. I cannot leave this conversation without the high school project. Mm, um, yes, yeah. I spent two days actually uh, before uh, school started. Actually, Thursday and Friday, I clear my calendar, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I put my hard hat on, and I, and I wear uh, construction pants and a shirt, and I was willing to get dirty um and uh, that is because we want our students uh, i know they're going to go through uh, some change our staff and our students because it's kind of like a renovation project right when you're redoing your house mm-hmm. you're, all your stuff is out of place it is and so um but the end goal is going to be beautiful what a awesome way to commit to our um to our county by having the best high school in the region from a facility perspective. So again, none of that work happened without the board of supervisors, um, the school board, um, you know, um, and uh, the sheriff's office with the SROs and the county in working together and focusing on the things that matter. So again, I'm very grateful and I look forward to um, actually building on the great work that came before me.
0: Definitely. Well, thank you again. We're so fortunate to have you and we'll, We'll catch up with you again in, in another few months to get an update on that high school project. It just amazes me um, logistically how everything, you know, gets planned out and, and comes together with trying to navigate so many students and, and such a, a ever-changing space. So mm-hmm. I think y'all are doing a great job. So. Well,
1: thank you. <laughs>
0: well, thank you again. Um, and we look forward to talking with you here again soon on the Current Conversations podcast.
1: I appreciate the opportunity. Have a great day.
0: You too.